This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our, I was going to say, tactical breakdown series then, of our Arsenal transfer show, our morning show, every single day at 8am UK time, giving you guys all the latest Arsenal transfer updates, breaking them down so you don't have to, and getting your thoughts and feelings, of course, in the chat box as well. After what was Another classic day in Arsenal fandom on social media yesterday. We're going to talk about all that chaos and a lot more and break down some stuff. I've got some lot of uh, exciting stuff to talk about as well that's going to happen today as well. Um, so let's crack straight on with it. Good morning, guys, in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're well. Make sure you're liking the video and subscribing if you're new, as always. Now, I want to kick off the show with uh, the information of a show that's going to be live in about an hour, well, not even an hour, in about 45 minutes. So it's not going to be a very long transfer show today because we're going to be live doing this uh, at 8.45 because the new uh, EPL fixtures for the 2021-22 uh, season drop at 9 a.m. So I'm going to be doing a live reaction show to that. So make sure uh, you tune in uh, again <laughs> for that one. Uh, to find out who Arsenal are going to be playing next season. Of course, we'll find out what, who our opening fixture is going to be against, the Christmas schedule, the run-in at the end of the season. So I'm going to be doing this live uh, just before 9 o'clock, quarter to 9, and running through, and we'll be doing answering some questions of yours. So we won't do a long Q&A in this show because I'm probably going to move the Q&A uh, into the uh, Arsenal fixture reaction. So we'll see how that goes. Make sure you join us for that one. Let's move on to our first part of the show, which, as always, every single day is our Euros 1 to watch. We like to kick off the show with these while the Euros are going on. Arsenal transfer targets, Arsenal uh, people that you could be looking at as possible targets uh, for Arsenal in the games that we've got going on today. So we've got Finland against Russia, Turkey against Wales, and Italy against Switzerland for Finland. Glenn Kamara has actually been linked to Arsenal this summer and uh, is being tracked by the club. And he, of course, used to play for Arsenal as well. So certainly one you should keep an eye on for the Finland side. Uh, Igor Daviv is a young centre-back in the Russian side. You should definitely be keeping an eye on. Uh, interesting to see him develop. He's only uh, early 20s. An interesting one to keep uh, your eyes peeled through. Uh, Hakan 
Kalahanolu, uh, the uh, AC Milan attacking midfielder, has also been linked with a move to Arsenal for Turkey, so you should be keeping your eyes on him. David Brooks for Wales is an interesting young player in the Welsh squad. Might be available this summer because of the whole Bournemouth not getting promoted situation. Very exciting talent. He's now 23, um, but he's going to be one that a lot of clubs are going to be keeping their eyes peeled to throughout the tournament, should he get more minutes than he currently is. Manuel Locatelli, of course, of Italy is the next one to keep your eyes on during that fixture, having been linked to Arsenal roughly from Italian sources. Nothing in the UK media yet to, to credibly verify this one, but he's certainly one that you should be watching uh, should Verratti still be kept out of the team by him. And then finally, Kevin Mbabu of Switzerland has also uh, been interestingly linked very loosely in the past, but as a right back, it's a position that Arsenal are looking at. He had a very decent game, I thought, against Wales. It was very proactive uh, on that right-hand side for Switzerland, playing kind of a right wing-back role with the Kanji and Elvedi and Shah playing in the back three. So there are your six ones to watch at the Euros today. So make sure you keep your eyes pinned to the screen and looking at these guys. Anyway, let's move on to our first transfer story, which revolves around Granit Xhaka and what DiMazio uh, has let us know about him and also Rui Patricio from Wolves. Uh, Demazio says that Xhaka and Patrici operations are almost at the finish line and we are almost there. So a fee is to be agreed, it seems, between Roma and Arsenal. Arsenal have been very stubborn about this. They are holding out for that 20 million number, uh, whether that's euros or pounds, we'll still wait to see. But it's probably going to be around 20 million euros that this deal gets done at should Roma finally come up to Arsenal's asking price. This is great for Arsenal. It's just a good kind of thing to see Arsenal being stubborn about the price. Maybe it's not as much as he's worth However, making sure that we're not underselling him like we have done in the past, just selling players because we've got bids for them and actually holding out is a positive sign, I think, for Arsenal. So that's definitely one that I'm, I'm pleased about that's probably going to go through. If we go on to the next story, which is on Rodrigo de Pau. Now, the Argentinian Udinese midfielder, you can strike this one off your list. This guy is going to be ending up at Atletico Madrid next season. Um, so I'm afraid you won't be seeing this guy in an Arsenal shirt. He is going to be off to uh, to Atletico Madrid, likely as a Saul Niguez replacement, where he ends up is still very much left to the ambiguous. Um, but I, I, you know, it was it would have been a great signing, I thought, and obviously it was nice to see Arsenal linked as it always is with any player of a caliber of, of De Paul. But uh, it's not going to be, and uh, we move we move on specifically to more news about Ben White, the Brighton and England centre back, is of course someone who has been linked heavily to Arsenal over the last week or so with a forty to fifty million pound price tag on his head now. The news that came out yesterday is that should Arsenal move for this deal with an official bid, Ben White would be very open to moving to Arsenal. He would help with the move in terms of pushing it through. He'd be doing everything he can to try and get the move and the deal done. He sees this as kind of the, the next and a really good step in his career. So that's fantastic news for us. Um, and I think that Ben White is, if Arsenal can get him in, a very positive signing for the club. I don't buy into the whole, if White comes in, what does that mean for Saliba? I think they could play together. I think it's important to strengthen all areas of the team as much as feasibly possible. So that is certainly going to be a good deal if we can indeed get it done. Let's move on to what I believe to be the penultimate story. Oh, no, there's there's three left we've got to talk about. Sambi Lukonga, we talked about this guy a lot in yesterday's show. Uh, we told you about the news that a deal 
had been attempted to be agreed by Arsenal around the 15 million plus euro figure that was rejected by Anderlecht but Arsenal have continued into talks with the Belgian midfielder and there's hope that a deal can be struck around the 18 to 20 million euro uh, figure for this guy 20 million pounds maximum we're looking at for him um, that's a really positive move for Arsenal we talked about this a lot yesterday so if you want to know my thoughts we've also done a dedicated tactical breakdown on him as well so there's lots of information on the channel about Lukonga but this is one that should be able to develop fingers crossed over the next day week or so and maybe Arsenal can get their first deal done before the end of the European Championships. Let's move on to the penultimate story and ask what this says about Sander Berg. Should Arsenal go and get Sambi Lukonga? What does it mean for their interest in Sander Berg? Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's completely over. However, it does put a huge dent on this one. For me, Sambi Lukonga, whilst he's a defensive midfielder, the way that he plays is very much looked at as a number eight rather than your number six. And that is the position that obviously Sander Berger plays at Sheffield United, playing in that number eight role. So you would imagine if Arsenal were to go in for Sambi Lukonga, it probably would mean ruling out a deal in the future for Sander Berger and more likely lead to a possible Basuma situation, who's a much more disciplined positional player than Sander Berg. Um, so it probably does rule out. That's what the uh, the press in Sheffield are certainly saying right now, that Arsenal's interest in Lokonga will probably spell an end to their pursuit of the Norwegian international. Let's move on then to our final story of the day, uh, which revolves around this man. James Madison was linked to Arsenal yesterday by the uh, enigmatic um, <laughs> AFC Bell, which of course is the account which called... Thomas Partey completely spot on in the 2020 window. Uh, it looks like uh, before anyone else, this is going to be the profile or the case study or the, uh, yeah, the case is what they call it, isn't it, um, <laughs> of, of this summer, which is an interesting one. I, I Obviously, I love James Madison. I think he's a fantastic player and he's got a lot of potential and he really should arguably, had he been fit for the most of the season, been going to the Euros this summer. Um, what I would say is obviously always take these things with a huge pinch of salt. Uh, the, the bell is very good for knowing the parte situation, but beyond that, we have yet to kind of see um, more kind of legitimate links being made and more legitimate stories. Interestingly, it was funny. I talked about ITKs on the show yesterday or the day before, um, and I said that, you should always look out for tweets when a tweet comes out and it says Arsenal are interested or Arsenal are considering a bid or Arsenal are uh, stepping up their interest. These types of words, which was ironically all the words that were used in the tweet because it's safe. It doesn't say an amount. It doesn't say Arsenal have made a bid. It doesn't say any of that. Now, Chris Wheatley, of course, did tweet out afterwards reacting to that news saying that he's heard from, from his sources that uh, Arteta is interested in Madison. I mean, who isn't? It's just not, it's, it's not big news. <laughs> uh, of course, Arteta would be interested in Madison. Of course, he would be a target on Arsenal's list should they be able to get him, just like plenty of unrealistic targets are. I text a, a contact of mine who works at The Athletic from a Leicester perspective. He said to me, as I tweeted out yesterday, that to get Madison, you're looking at between 50 to 60 plus million pounds. Fingers crossed I'm actually going to be able to get him on the show to verify you that information as well. Because as I've said, 
I don't like being the ITK. And when we do, we like to get the sources on so they can tell you themselves. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to be able to do one of these, which I know a lot of people have been asking for. And fingers crossed, uh, the source that I'm talking about, my contact, is going to be coming on to give his uh, side of things as well. Uh, but uh, basically, the line is, it's about if Yuri Tielemans goes, which is usually the one that I look at, to be honest, as the most likely to leave Leicester this summer, then Leicester don't tend to leave, let more than one huge um, kind of player leave from their group so they can replace and they can get players in. Um, but yeah, I just this this is just not, for me, a realistic uh, a target for Arsenal. I didn't think that Thomas Partey was, but the difference between that and this is that Thomas Partey had a release clause um, that was activated on the final day of the season. Um, so the thing with James Madison is that, that that isn't the case and that they would need to agree a fee for this guy. So it's, it's basically near impossible um, for uh, Arsenal to get a deal done for anything less than, I would imagine, 70 million. And then you start getting into kind of Grealish figures of of money. And if you're going to spend 70 million plus on Grealish, I'd rather Arsenal went in and just went the whole hog and got Grealish in rather than Madison, to be honest. So I really cannot see this one happening whatsoever. Um, obviously, oh, there we go. That's what I want. So uh, we will be doing this show uh, in about half an hour's time. So I'm not, there's going to be no Q&A today on the show uh, because I'm going to answer loads of your questions on this show in about half an hour's time, guys. Uh, obviously, I would usually do a Q&A, but because this show is coming out so quickly afterwards, uh, I'm starting at 15 minutes before 9 o'clock when the fixtures are revealed, so we'll be able to go through plenty of your questions then about transfers, and I'm going to stick around after the uh, fixtures have been announced as well so that uh, we can answer more of your questions then too. So make sure you tune in for that. That's at quarter to eight, so in half an hour's time, we'll be doing a live reaction to Arsenal's Premier League fixtures being announced. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed today's uh, interesting breakdown. Hopefully, there could be as many as four shows for you today. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled to the channel. There could be a really good interview coming up there this afternoon that you guys should tune in for. And of course, I'm going to try and get a James Madison tactical breakdown out for you at some point today, as well as the show that you can see on your screen right now. So make sure you drop a like on the video, guys. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. And of course, turn those notifications on so you never miss a show. And if you would like to help support the channel, you can by joining up as a member. It's been a pleasure to speak to you guys as always. I will see you in about half an hour's time, people, for the Arsenal fixtures for next season. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.